<laughs> Welcome, Aerodoxy Von Verloc here. Thank you for joining me in another epic episode of Podcasting Frenzy. Here we are talking about psionics, everything science, and I welcome you to join as one of Verloc's psionic lensmen. That's right, because we all wear a lens within our mind's eye that shapes our perception of the world. And our perception of the world is so projected as to recreate, reconstruct our reality. All right, so become a psionic lensman by joining at vrilock.club. And that's where we really keep the magic high. I'm just going to talk a little bit more about that and some other things. Hey, listen, I got some new results. Those of you who've been following me for some significant length of time in my work, you know that I've been involved in brain-to-computer interface for psionics. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I've been dabbling in Bluetooth technology. No, my teeth aren't turning blue. I'm talking about the um, Bluetooth, you know, the wireless technology. <laughs> well, I had to throw that out there because we do occasionally get grandma and grandpa tuning into the show. So if you're not familiar with the latest tech, Bluetooth is a wireless frequency. And it has a rather short range. I forget the exact numbers, but I have, yes, I have written them down in my journal, which we should all be keeping journals, by the way. I always tell my students, keep a good journal of your impressions, uh, your, your meditation sessions, and your experiments. So what happened recently, huh? Um, well, I decided that instead of using uh, the brain-to-computer interface, I would just put the EEG headband on and throw the switch for that Bluetooth radio frequency to begin broadcasting. But let me back up a little. What first happened is I did my usual, uh, you know, the evening armchair magician work. I do that every evening before bed. And I, I do some work with communing with my chosen spirits. So uh, I was working with one particular spirit. And what I use is a methodology from my video course. It's called Awesome Amplifiers. And if you have not watched that video course, shame on you. I put a lot of work into that video course. I really did. <sighs> Well, you want to watch awesome amplifiers. You really, really do. <laughs> no, you do. Honestly. And I, I'm going to explain to you why about that in a second, too. Because I know there's a lot of people who have thrown down money on radionics uh, to much disappointment. So I'm going to read to you a letter that I received. And it's not the first. It's one of many uh, asking me questions about this. So it's like, yeah, I know. Everybody goes out there and they buy radionics from everybody else. But then they come to me and ask me a bunch of questions. How do I use the damn thing? 
or, or uh, how come it's not working for me? This guy said it would work, but it doesn't work. Oh, my box caught on fire. What about a fire box? Yeah, you know, fire boxes are in circulation out there, are they not? All right, anyway, without, without digressing so much, let's get back to what I discovered. Yeah, the real magic here. Let's talk about real magic. Psionic lensman stuff. Good old air doctor. Ree. So, I did my meditation with the spirit. Uh, I got, you know, some impressions. Uh, not much going on that evening. Could be the season, could be the temperature. It's a little hot right now. Uh, my spirits tend to like it. Uh, the autumn. You know, I, I tend to get better results during the autumn season, uh, sometimes early spring, but summer is just horrendous uh, for working magic. So I am doing the meditation regardless of the heat, turn off all the lights, sit in my armchair, and you know I get some impressions. So I get up, I take a break. And I think, hey, you know, let's do the BCI experiment. But this time, let's just use the, uh, the EEG headband. So I have this, this uh, brain-to-computer interface headband, uh, also known as an EEG, with Bluetooth frequency, uh, wireless. And, and I bought it from Emotive. And, uh, you know, there are many, many wireless headbands out there. Many uh, brain-to-computer interface headbands. So it's just one of many. And it's a medium-quality headband. So, I put this on, throw the switch, sit in the chair, and take that little hand-sized amplifying pattern that I was working with earlier. Place it on the armrest of the chair. And don't worry, I'm going to explain uh, the armchair magician procedures in my upcoming book. That's right, if you haven't heard about that, uh, not to go off on a tangent here, but if you haven't heard, I am making the sequel to Keep the Magic High, book two, The Armchair Magician. And this is an outstanding compilation of work. So this series will get bigger. You're going to see Keep the Magic High for some years to come. So I will explain this in more detail. Uh, but in the meantime, watch Awesome Amplifiers, the video course at throwlove.com. So put my hand on this amplifying pattern. I'm wearing the EEG headgear. I have thrown the Bluetooth switch. And I begin doing my Vril fire and ice breathing method, which I'm breathing in the ice room. I'm holding to a count of nine and then I'm exhaling the fire room. Then after I feel I've significantly absorbed uh, enough Vril, I return to normal breathing in and out of the abdomen and I relax. And then I start to breathe less. My breathing becomes slower. And I'm getting closer and closer to that necromantic energy. 
then I start to really feel the Bluetooth frequency around my head. It becomes quite sensitized to this thing. And then it happens. The entity I hear walks in through the door behind me, right up to the back of my chair, and just, you know, slightly to the back, just a little over to the left ear, and leans closer to me. I pick up the sense of, oh, what is this headgear that you're wearing? And so I think back to the entity that I'm communing with. I say, hello. Uh, you're, you can sense this Bluetooth frequency, I see. So I'm going to be working with this more often. So I've noticed that um, what happens is, instead of having these vague uh, impressions, now I'm having more um, vivid impressions with uh, this Bluetooth frequency uh, going around my crown chakra and around my brow chakra. And so, uh, the two impressions that are very different here is that one is I can feel like the space in the room, um, the air of someone else being in the room with me. The second faculty is that of sound. I could hear someone walk up next to me, right behind me, and as I said, just over to the left, back of the uh, left ear, leaning over me. And then the third thing would be, of course, as usual, even if I'm not wearing the Bluetooth, is I pick up the sense of the, the other mind uh, looking at me, uh, or, or uh, the presence. It's kind of hard to uh, describe, but the presence of another mind is, um, it has a particular sense to it. Um, sort of like, you know, each item that you have at the table, if you have some oranges and apples and bananas, they all have different uh, smells and, and taste. So I guess you could call it a signature. So when there's another mind, it has a signature. And uh, these signatures you become more sensitive to. You can, you can kind of tell if it's uh, if it's the uh, spirit of grandma visiting you from the netherworld, or if this is a spirit like Astaroth, or or what have you. Okay, so that's the uh, results that I'm getting from the Bluetooth, and it's pretty cool. But you know, in order to get there, I had to use uh, my training in Vril, as in my Vril Fire and Ice course, and that's to bring balance into the brow chakra and to bring in more Vril energy. And I had to work with amplifying patterns like in my Awesome Amplifiers video course, which uh, sort of ties into uh, what we're, what I was going to talk about is the um, the problem of a lot of times uh, the radionics being able, you know, they do one thing. They tend to cost you more money than anything else. So I'll, I'll read you a letter. Um, I'm going to make this one anonymous, though. So. Um, 
messages as follows, and I quote, Hello, Air Verloc. I like your work, especially its extra fantastic and mythic dimension. I've studied radionics for quite some time now, but achieved practically no results so far. For example, with the Hieronymus paper machine, for example, that I paid some 100 euros, but I fared no better with an orgone machine that cost me 300 euros. Why is that? Can you help me achieve results? Thank you in advance for replying. Kindest regards. And then, uh, of course, his name, which I will keep private. Uh, P.S. Hope all is well with Uncle Chucky. Okay, end quote. And Uncle Chucky is my former mentor in psionics, for those of you whom are new. And so, you know, this is common. That uh, a lot of times when people buy radionic boxes, they may not get the results they were hoping for. And it may have to do with training and a number of other things. I will say this. In my own experience, and I have done... Uh, I have performed amazing feats in magic. In my own experience, building my own instruments for myself has worked for me far better than the majority of machines that I've purchased from other builders. And I believe there's a reason for this. Although that reason shouldn't be too important. What's more important is that you understand who we are. What, what are we, right? You're perhaps a magician or, or maybe you, you're merely dabbling in the remotest part of your life in the mysterious mystical but you'd like to be a psionicist you perhaps are confusing the terms with radionic operator but you'd like to be a psionicist perhaps uh, you'd like to be a scion well we are here at Verloc.com and Verloc.club. We are psionicists, we are scions, and we are chaos magicians. Now, as to the latter, what does it mean? What's a chaos magician? Is that like the Joker and Batman running around causing trouble? <laughs> no. Uh, no, chaos magician is, uh, we could swap the word chaos for um, creative magician. You don't have to belong to any particular temple or order or, or anything like that. 
you don't have to be a mason uh, or, or join the, uh, the dark brotherhood of Saturn you don't have to go to the temple of um, Anubis <laughs> you, can, you can learn magic use magic and develop magic and that latter part's the key point, developing magic. Now, how do you do that? Well, it's, it's called creative magic. It's uh, chaos magic, right? You learn some basic principles uh, for some of the so-called laws of magic. And you put those to the test and play with it long enough until you find out that the majority of these various theories are full of hot air. And when it, what it really boils down to is having a more solid understanding of yourself. Like, for instance, I talk about the, um, the channel mixer radionic unit. I call that the channel mixer RBX. I have a document on that at verlock.com shop. And I talk about how we got results for global projects in the club using this channel mixer. What's special about it? Oh, it's really just the, look, the unit has multiple outputs and inputs, but it's more so, it has all these ins and outs of the machine where you can connect all these various gadgets to it on one console. And so we can multitask. That's really important, especially when working with the global projects and if you've got your lab set up at home and you're really doing some complex work, but how do you get there? Well, you, you might want to look at my science student daily practice concept mind map. That's at my Substack channel, verloc.substack.com and become you know consider becoming a paid subscriber there this is where we got some really juicy material there uh you know for some people who aren't who aren't perhaps um into uh getting into the club right now but you'd like to have some more information and study then under verlock substack is a great newsletter in fact uh a lot of our podcasts are moving over to Substack right now, uh, mainly because at Substack, the creators and the listeners own the platform. It's, whereas in comparison, if you're on Twitter or Facebook or um, even on Podbean, uh, these other platforms, they decide who gets popular, who gets followers who gets discovered or found, whose tweets get like 500 likes on it. Those platforms decide. So Substack is a great alternative for um, creators and their audiences. So, you know, we've moved there so we get the, you know, get that middleman out of the way and start talking to all of our friends out there about psionics and, you know, cut straight to the chase. You know, there are many mansions to psionics, many dimensions. It's an entire universe to explore. 
and, and it's so much fun. And, you know, I'm going to be reading letters from my old mentor uh, dated back to um, the early exploration of psionics um, back in the um, 1991, 92, when I first came into contact with my teacher. And at that time, I was his first student. And there, there are so many concepts and things that we shared, the development of the magic rod or the uh, what's known as the telepathy node in my book, uh, The Metaphysics of Self-Mastery. Uh, I'll be reading over things like how, how did I discover and build the Miraculous Prayer Board? What was that all about? Oh, I was on a spiritual journey. I had an out-of-body experience which showed me uh, my future in Japan, I actually went there. Uh, there were some challenges, and there's a big, there's a big story about why did I develop that instrument? And then, of course, like the wondrous wheel. Uh, what did I do? Uh, why did I develop that? Well, I think you know, real quick to touch base on that is it had to do with uh, one of the big problems in most magic operations is this there is a lag between the operation and the results. So the wondrous wheel is something that cuts down the time of waiting for results for some very important operations in magic. So anyway, that's essentially me done for today. A uh, really important thing is to remember is uh, you know, there's all manner of secrets and experiences I've had, whether we're talking about um, my research into BCI and uh, Bluetooth frequencies, or uh, my veteran pendulum container for subroutines to the subconscious mind. Uh, for instant um, responses so that we don't have to douse with a pendulum. We can simply know if we want to interact with the person or make a decision or not instantly or powerball psionics and things like electronic eidolons and uh, psionic rituals for uh, artificers portal thought forms the most important thing though is getting that size student daily practice nailed down and then understanding what is the radionic machine that you're working with. What are you really working with? Is it what the builder tells you that it's it's all these orgone components? The greater majority of people who build orgone devices don't know what they're doing. They get the components wrong. I could throw out names of um, experts you should research, but you may be chasing the wrong cat. Best thing to do is, like I said, is, is to understand the psionics of the mind, become a psi student, become a psionic lensman, relic.club, follow me on Substack get my Keep the Magic High newsletter. 
and then understand that the radionics, uh, the psychotronic uh, machines that you're working with are an extension of yourself, of your mind. We'll talk more about that later. Until next time, lords and ladies, I want to remind you all to keep the magic high. This is our Dr. Vrilok, signing out. <laughs>